Welcome to Stuart Group's Real Wealth Podcast channel. This is Nick Stewart. Financial planning is not boring. It can be exciting, dynamic, and fun. And we make sure to bring that energy into the equation one podcast at a time. To get updates on our latest podcast episodes, hit the follow button on our SoundCloud or Apple podcasts. Today, we have Sean Woodham with us in the studio. Sean is an advisor at Stuart Group and works closely with our Risk and KiwiSaver clients. We are here today to talk about balance, because investments first need balance, and then a commitment to maintain that balance. So let's jump right in. Welcome, Sean. This is our first podcast together. How are you today? I'm very good today, Nick. How are you? Great, thanks. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Absolute pleasure. Hey, I was just saying earlier, pick some fresh table grapes this morning. You know, the weather in Hawke's Bay at the moment is just, just that beautiful tail end of summer, really, really warm days cooler nights and that little bit of dew on the mm. ground in the morning perfect conditions <laughs> it is so there's some beautiful grapes and you know it makes me think about balance because you know Hawke's Bay we are famous you know you know great things grow here and those warm days the cool nights and the lack of humidity makes Hawke's Bay that ideal place to get the absolute perfect balance for the world's best apple and I think it's really fitting by the fact we're going to be talking today about um balance and the ultimate rebalancing of portfolios. And tell us, Nick, why is rebalancing your portfolio so important? Well, we've spoken about it many times before on this podcast, and that is that the only free lunch of investing is diversification. Mm -hmm. You know, it's your friend, um, it works. Well, with diversification comes the need to rebalance. And, you know, when you think about, you know, it evokes pictures of rocks stacked upon one another, and that absolute perfect balance, you know, you wonder how that could actually happen. And there are endless self-help books and things to read about, but we see lots of evidence of people, despite these rule of thumb or mantra in the market, lots of people fail to rebalance. Mm. And, you know, the, the long-term effects can be dire, you know, equivalent to, you know, a, a boat coming up on the rocks. Yeah. And so how do you know what the not perfect, but the right mix for each investor is? Well, it comes down to the investor's underlying um, asset allocation mm-hmm. and their like their statement of investment policy objectives, mm-hmm. which is something that um, you know every trust or um, corporate entity entity that invests should have. And it's about you know when you say that you're going to have an asset allocation for whatever reason that may be. Let's say you're a balanced investor and you're fifty percent equities or shares mm-hmm. and your fifty percent debt or fixed income securities. The question is, even if you have your own personal view on what you think the market's going to do, you should maintain that balance because there was a reason why you set it there. Yes. Yeah. And naturally, so if we look at the last year where say the S P five hundred, that's the top five hundred companies in the United States, therefore some of the top five hundred companies in the world, if that that particular market last year did incredibly well and re- produced a return um, about two and a half fold its long run average so it produced a return of about 24 and a half percent so the question is do you rebalance it and take the cream off the top and reinvest in say fixed income securities where you that hypothetical balanced investor you know 50 percent in the mm-hmm. s&p 500 50 percent in bonds would you rebalance now the question is you and i both don't know we may have an opinion on where the market's <laughs> going to go this year yeah. but but the fact is that your and my view is just, it's just an opinion. Exactly. We don't have a crystal ball. Yeah. So if we look back at the 2018 year, the S&P 500 was a single digit in terms of, of its return. Yeah. 
So if it was to produce a single digit return this year, you would have been much better to, at, say, Christmas or the New mm-hmm. Year, to have rebalanced and taken that gain of the 24.5% yeah. and rebalanced across to bonds with the, the profit you've got because that's going to maintain that balance because we don't know what's going to happen in the year ahead. Yeah, so what you're saying is you don't always need to keep the highest performing stocks in your portfolio and be overcome by the, the emotion that they are the best things to have. You got it. You need to take some of those and then almost feed from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. And and when we look at the investment mosaic, that little tapestry that we send mm. out every year to clients in our um, January newsletter, and that's where it shows the returns going back over the last decade for yeah. every asset class. Now, it's occasionally you'll get an asset class that is the best performer two years in a row. Very rare to get it three in a row, and for the most part, last year's winner is not next year's winner or this year's winner and certainly won't be the year after. Mm -hmm. So therefore maintaining that discipline because we have a diversified portfolio. We aren't a sheep and beef farmer where that is what they have. Mm -hmm. That is where their capital is um, allocated and it will remain so. Diversification, they would look at our diversified portfolios and say, boy, I wish I had diversification and liquidity like that. But they are theirs is a fixed strategy, whereas ours is not. So therefore, we should always take the gain because there's, there's an old saying, and that's never go broke by taking a profit mm. because the profit is there. Yeah. Particularly with portfolios when we can execute before 2 p.m. each day on global markets and we get the price that day. Mm. And we know that cash is arriving in trade, plus three to five working days. Yeah. I mean, that is incredibly powerful. It's such a simple thing. Mm-hmm. And yet, a lot of people that don't have advice, they do get hung up on, you know, like they buy into the story about the brand rather than the asset class. So in a previous podcast, I talked about Convita. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Convita is a lovely story. I mean, look, I really like honey. Um, I have my four beehives and yes. I've been stung Endlessly, as have <laughs> my children, Labrador and cats. Well, the Labrador and the cats don't go near the beehives anymore. <laughs> Whereas me, I'm a little bit hungry for honey, so I keep getting stung. But if we look at the story of Convita, you know, you so if we buy into the emotion of it's it's a great industry. Mm. I mean, honey, who doesn't like? I mean, you know, Sir Ed Hillary was an apiarist. You know, it's it's really it's cool, and you can have a beehive in your backyard. So why don't we? Double down, and why don't we put all of our investments into Convita? Because you know it's the um, during the two thousands, white gold was milk powder and milk mm. and dairy commodities, and then after that, it was you know um, active manuka honey was liquid gold. Literally, <laughs> yeah, the price says it all. <laughs> it does. So one would think that, and you'd buy into that story, and then we look at the price over five years. This is freely available data. Just jump on to the NZX, the New Zealand Stock Exchange. You can go back and do. In the last 30 days, 90 days, one year, two years, five years. So if we look over the five years, the price, $2.70 five years ago, up to $9.07, now back roughly $2.70. Wow. So if you'd, if you'd been riding that roller coaster and you hadn't rebalanced, because at $9, what a premium. You had been rewarded by through honey. Yeah. Through the, the humble bee. And yet if you hadn't rebalanced, you would have had the euphoria and then you would have had the absolute disappointment. Mm. So what do you think happens with people when 
they listen to all the noise that's in the market and say the end of the, the last quarter, 2018, yes. where everyone got a bit scared and some people were sold majority or a lot of their stocks and turned it into cash. Mm. What do you think their feeling was at the beginning of 2019 or going through 2019? Uh, well, if they hadn't reinvested quickly and had sat on their cash, they would have a feeling of dismay and disappointment. Mm. They would question their own ability. They may, I don't mean to be cruel, but you know the word Luddite comes to mind, the type of person where you know you have a chat with them and occasionally you meet these people and they, they've just acquired a Hilux ute. You know, they've got bottled water and tin food in the back. They own a tent and they're getting ready for society to implode and head for the hills. Fine, I forgot, and they'll buy a shotgun. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, uh, there are people like that around. Um, colourful. Now, so that type of person is, they will give up on the markets because they'll say, it's stacked against me, it's not fair. Um, why is it that um, that I would choose something? It's, um, you know, it's it's just the people in the game that understand how to make money from this. Whereas, in fact, you know, had they just had diversification and allowed the markets to power their structure mm. and their portfolio and they focused on the long term... Yeah. There would be no need to buy their Hilux bottled water and tin food. Yeah, it's about staying in your seat, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And look, look, it's it's not good for one's emotional health. Yeah. Let alone for their financial well-being. And I think it's really important that people focus on what they can control, not what they can't. Hmm. And the thing that you know, the Convita investor cannot control the global appetite for honey. Yeah. They also can't control um, the seasonal weather patterns, which affect bees, just as it affects crops. And they also can't control the little nasty varroa mites and American fowl brood that affect bees. Yeah. You know, there are there are vagaries and things in the market and the economy and with commodity prices that we just can't control. So diversify away the risk. Yes. A little bit like, you know, I know that you talk to clients about diversifying away the risk by taking out some insurance. So yeah. Offlaying that risk. Effectively, diversification is the same thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, agreed. It, a, another anecdote I look at in terms of rebalancing an emotion, um, you may recall a, a company called Windflow Technologies, which is a wind power. Mm. Um, it, it, it manufactures manufactures um, the turbines for uh, wind. Mm. Now, who wouldn't want to get involved in wind or solar? Well, you know, it's like the thing to the end. Well, Windflow Technologies is in the process of being wound up at the moment. Um, I can remember the uh, leader of the co-leader, I should say, of the Greens, uh, Jeanette Fitzsimons, was a one of the, I believe it was, top 20 shareholders of Windflow because she really believed in it. Wow. No, totally committed. I mean, yeah. she was a former Green parliamentarian. Well, that emotion has been um, rather savage in terms of the financial reward as a result. So one would think that, you know, in this day and age of getting involved in wind technology, particularly the manufacturing of those turbines and blades, that you would be amply rewarded, that you possibly had some knowledge that someone else did because of your political or environmental convictions. And yet it probably would have been better just to have bought the S&P 500 and yet with the rewards of investing being dividends and capital appreciation, which you could sell down, you could have done something in a personal capacity with your philanthropic dollar. Yeah. Rather than betting the farm, so to speak, on a single stock risk based in a small country like New Zealand. Yeah. Vanguard, which is one of the world's largest investment managers, has the following comments to make about rebalancing. 
it's important to keep in mind that the primary benefit of portfolio rebalancing is to maintain the risk profile of an investment portfolio over time rather than maximise returns. In fact, if a given investor's portfolio can potentially hold either stocks or bonds and the sole objective is to maximise returns regardless of the risk, then the investor should select a 100% equity portfolio. So Nick, what do you think about that? If an investor didn't want to rebalance during the good times, would they prefer a 100% stock-based portfolio along with the volatility? Because the arrival of, say, the next 15% market correction will likely provide them with the answer, a definite no. (laughs) You know, that's why investors should never let their feelings during market movements drive their decisions. A commitment to rebalancing ahead of time keeps the portfolio where it should be. It's the easiest form of self-control that we have available. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Nick. Well, Sean, I think that's a good place to bring the bring this podcast to a close. And I just want to say thank you for coming along and joining us today. And we look forward to the next time you join the Real Wealth Podcast channel. Thanks for having me. We like to get feedbacks and comments on our podcasts. So if there is a topic or a question that you have, and occasionally we get questions which we have been covering the podcast, but would always welcome more. So if there is something you'd like covered and you'd like us to research it and comment on it, we would welcome that. So let us know. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this podcast are of a general nature and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from an authorized financial advisor before making any decisions. A disclosure statement can be attained free of charge by calling 0800 878 961 or visiting our website www.stuartgroup.co.nz